from KQED. Hey guys, it's Carly. We are still on our holiday hiatus, but because we don't like to leave you for too long, we've made you mini episodes like this one you're about to hear. As you listeners know by now, we recently introduced a smoking, spicy, sizzling hot line. (laughs) (laughs) And we've loved hearing your voices and folding your ideas into the show. And this is one of those moments. Recently, we asked if there are any topics you want us to specifically weigh in on. And Shauna from Reno, Nevada, called in with this prompt. Another topic I would love is a where are they now kind of episode. I was just thinking about Kevin Costner the other day and realizing, and maybe he's been in something I live under a rock and I just don't know about it, but there's so many actors that were so big for, you know, five, ten years and then we never hear from them again. I'd love a little uh, where are they now retrospective. You guys are awesome. Love the show. Thanks. Shauna, your wish is our command. Here is your segment. (laughs) Okay, we're going to figure out where some People are who used to be hot and are now a little bit cold. Mm. So since she mentioned Kevin Costner, I feel like it's only right. Right? And let me tell you, Shauna, I took your bait because I too had been kind of wondering about Kevin Costner. Maybe not Kevin Costner specifically, Mm. but more the idea of how someone could like represent stardom for like five to ten years and burn so brightly and then proportionately just fizzle down to nothing. Like, we should point out Kevin Costner is still working. He is A, alive, and B, still working. But primarily in these, like, dad roles and supporting roles, and he's also doing television now. But I suspect that to a star of the kind of magnitude that he exhibited in the 90s, TV feels like a come down. You don't go from Dancing with Wolves to the CW. Like, it doesn't happen. You do not. So we should note that not everyone sustains that, like, all-penetrating level of fame that, say, Tom Cruise and Beyonce have. They are basically the only two. That they will be famous until they die. That is my theory. Tom? Yeah. Dude, his Tom, name is his Tom name. Cruise yeah. has been yeah. working for so long. Think how long Top Gun was ago. And think he's still making these action movies where he's hanging off planes mm-hmm. and out of windows. He, he ain't going nowhere. Hi, windows. All right. The last Mission Impossible was good. Mm-hmm. I'll give it to him. Beyonce will be famous until she dies. But she's not going to die. That's weird. That's true. That's never going to happen. But uh, this feels sacrilegious to say, but like Kevin Costner was... For a brief period of time, around the late 80s and early 90s, he was Beyonce-level fame. He was, in terms of like the multiplex mainstream, he was the hugest. And then a little movie called Waterworld happens. Have you guys seen Waterworld? Mm, Of course not. I've seen (laughs) clips of it and I have no desire. It is dreadful. I mean, it's kind of fun to watch, but it's long. He's a mutant. He's got gills. That's not a joke. He has gills in the movie. He is part man, part fish. This is not a joke. This was ahead of its time because The Shape of Water was just last year and it's about a sexy fish creature. Well, riddle me this. Did The Shape of Water cost $175 million to make? Maybe. Because Waterworld did. (laughs) That is nuts. So this movie like lost a bunch of money and it's bad. But that is not enough to kill people's careers. It's especially not enough to kill a man's career. After that, he made this movie called The Postman. Have you guys seen this? Mm. I love mail, but I don't love this movie. Or it is not You've Got Mail. It is not the spiritual (laughs) sequel to this. Everyone hated it and it totally killed him. Let me just read you the synopsis from this. A nameless drifter dons a postman's uniform and a bag of mail as he begins a quest 
to inspire hope to the survivors living in post-apocalyptic America. I mean, it feels a bit too close to home right now because mm-hmm. I think that we might be in that world in a couple of years. Yeah. Again, he was ahead of his time. Right. So he's getting very uncool very quickly and then he starts making all these movies in the 2000s that no one really cares about. So he makes films like Message in a Bottle and For Love of the Game. I have never seen these movies. I don't even recognize those titles. You're just making things up at this point. They're so generic that I might as well be. Here's another generic title for you. One of his recent movies is called Criminal. Literally That's just it. Criminal. And he plays a dangerous convict who gets a mind swap from Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> so he is so uncool, right? He's not of the time, like his star has burned... And there is no edge to Kevin Costner, right? There is never going to be any edge to Kevin Costner. And he won't get the comeback that, say, Matthew McConaughey has had or Michael Keaton has had because those actors are actually quite weird. Like, they have weirdness Mm. to them and they have, like, depths that you can mine. And Kevin Costner has no depths. Oh, shame. Am I being, like, controversial here, Sean? Uh, Yeah. I don't know. So he now plays dads, basically, in some like big movies like Batman versus Superman. And he's doing TV, this thing called Yellowstone. The thing you don't see online about Kevin Costner is in 2006, he was named in a lawsuit as the previously unnamed star who exposed himself to a masseuse at a Scottish spa hotel, right? Kevin! You don't hear about this. This happened. Apparently, he performed a what's referred to ambiguously as a sex act in front of her. And the masseuse wasn't suing him. She was suing her hotel for not protecting her or believing her that this happened or offering her counselling. And the hotel eventually fired her. And they tried to keep Kevin Costner's name secret, that he was the guy that she had named in the lawsuit. And then the gag got lifted. So now everyone knows that she says that that's Kevin Costner. Uh, So whatever comeback he had planned, honey, it's over now. But luckily, he had the good sense to allegedly abuse his power a full 11 years before Me Too. So he's not going to face any kind of repercussions mm. legally or professionally. Well, listen, now everybody's heard this episode, so who knows? This is what brought Bill Cosby down. Look it One up. stand-up show. Look it up. I mean, thank goodness. He's fine, guys. Otherwise, it would have been like there was justice in the world. So, Shauna, to answer your query, that's what Kevin Costner's been up to. Whew! What a ride. Mm. That rude thing you said about him earlier in the segment that I said, that's too rude, I take that back. That's good. Yeah. Well, mine is a little personal. Back in the 1990s, there was a plethora if you will, mm-hmm. of female rappers out there. Mm. And there was one that I really liked. So that guy was the sounds of Soleil. I've never heard of Soleil. Are you serious? No! She was. I'm not going to say the Beyonce, but there was a celebrity couple situation happening back in the day. I was following it, and she was married to this guy. So that was Pony. Of course. By Genuine. Unmistakable. Exactly. So me, in my youth and uh, pop culture magazines, I used to read all the pop culture magazines, which is clearly what led me to this career. Yeah, here you are. read them online now. (laughs) I thought that they were going to take over the entertainment industry together. Clearly that did not happen. No. (laughs) Genuine's career kind of slid down a hill after Timberland stopped producing for him. And so Lake kind of faded into the background. But they did eventually go on to have children. They were married and she rode off into the sunset. So what is she doing now? Please tell us. Well, to be honest, I've been stalking her on Instagram. (laughs) She's given up her career no. as a rapper 
she has since left Genuine. Was <gasps> mm-hmm. so everything okay there? Yeah, it seems, it seems like they're friends. Okay. He, I mean, it looks like she's living her best life. Don't know about him. Based on the Instagram. But she has gone on to remarry and she is now a yogi. So if you follow her on Instagram, she's left the rap life behind. And she's all about that Zen life. So I draw inspiration from that. There's a second life. You hear that, Ashanti? You can move on <laughs> if you have a failed pop career in music. So when I first heard Shauna's voicemail asking us to do this, first person who came to my mind is so random. I don't know why, but it was Tatiana Ali, a.k.a. Ashley from oh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, my um, God. Yes. So random. I don't know. And then Samantha Mumba came right after. Mm, Samantha But we're not going to talk about her today. So two years after Fresh Prince went off the air, Tatiana tried her hand at being a pop star. Hmm. That sounded like this. Oh, no. like something Brandy's management team rejected. They were like, no. I was going to say, that sounds fine to me. Not like, us. That's, that's not bad. It was fine for Tatiana. Just saying, Brandy's people not were like, great. No. But... It was fine for a number nine placement on mm. TRL or something. Yes. I actually don't know that that happened, but that's what it feels like <laughs> to me. So ever since then, I have not heard from her. Did some digging, found out that in 2002, she was like, all right, this pop thing is not going to work out. So I'm going to go back to college and get my bachelor's degree in African-American studies and government from mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Harvard. Yes. Oh, very nice. Oh, yes. Then she was a medium profile spokesperson for Barack Obama's 2008 campaign. Was she? Yes. Huh. She also supported him in his re-election bid, in case you're wondering. Hello. <laughs> I've read a lot about Tatiana. I love if you were like, she just drifted <laughs> away from him. And then in 2014, she tried the singing thing once again with a single called Wait For It. I know it when I feel Okay, Carly, do you recognize this? Because I feel like a lot of stars go overseas to float this Because I've never heard this <laughs> Number song. one, extreme groove is in the heart vibes. Number two, I feel like this is the Tatiana Ali version of like Rebecca Black's Friday, where she had like five hours of studio time and used it well. <laughs> yeah. Just repeat the same thing over and over yeah. and make them believe it. Exactly. Vanity project. So that didn't exactly heat up the charts. Clearly. She had to do something else. In 2016, she was thinking FML. And logged on to eHarmony.com, which, if you don't know, is a Christian site for straight people. <laughs> is eHarmony a Christian site? Oh, yes. They hate gay people. Oh. Uh, whoa. I kind of wish the segment was about this, but carry on. <laughs> allegedly, in case they try any business. Oh, yeah. All that stuff was about Kevin Costner was allegedly as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So. so she gets on eHarmony. And praise Jesus, it worked. She found a husband. Mm. She is now married to a Stanford professor whose actual name is Vaughn raspberry no it's not. that's a real person so did she cha- she tatiana raspberry now i guess so oh why would you not want to be tatiana raspberry another husband that we might remember as screech from Ooh. say by the bell dustin diamond he, i was gonna take issue with the word has been until you said him yeah i'm okay with that i actually respectfully ask that i leave the room during this bit because <laughs> i know what you're about to say about dustin diamond and it is nasty i'm not gonna get too into it but just know <laughs> that he did he um. got into some stuff when he directed and starred in his own sex tape called Screeched, Saved by the Smell. No. What is the smell? What I don't get it. What is sexy about that? No, That's no, no. He also 
tried to keep his 15 minutes going by starring in reality shows like Celebrity Boxing 2, Celebrity Fit Club, Hulk Hogan's Celebrity Championship Wrestling, which was aired on the country music channel for some reason. Why? Wait. And The Weakest Link. Mm. Which brings us to <laughs> our final Where Are They Now? The host of Weakest Link, in case you don't remember, yes. she was this rude British lady. Anne mm. Robinson. That is her. Saint Anne Robinson. Thank you. <laughs> you might not say that after this little memo. So, yes, she hosted that show here and in the UK for over 2,000 episodes. <laughs> you say for 2,000 years. I was going to say, like, wow. That is untrue. Work ethic. She also hosted British shows that I haven't seen called Britain's Spending Secrets. Mm-hmm. Great show. Anne Robinson's Britain. Mm-hmm. And... What's the problem with Anne Robinson? Mm. <laughs> what Contractually, are... they must all feature her name in the title. What are their spending secrets? I'm curious. Offline, Carly, we'll talk. Yeah. Well, she, she kind of specialized in a certain type of consumer program around that time. Hmm. It's like, you know, if you'd been missold a washing machine, you would ah. go to Anne Robinson. Well, then. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, though, if anybody ever does me wrong, I want her on my side. Yeah. Yeah. She's nasty. She also wrote a book called Memoirs of an Unfit Mother. Mm. <laughs> She's dragging herself because she lost custody of her kid way back in the day because she was an alcoholic. Wow. But that was before Weakest Link. So she has gone clean. It's all good, as far as I know. In a 2005 episode of Doctor Who, she voiced a futuristic android version of herself called Anne Droid. Oh. Get it? Oh. In which she blasted a disintegrator laser beam or something out of her mouth. Wow. Don't know. Didn't see it. It takes place in the year... 200,100. Okay. (laughs) What twist for the life of Anne Robinson. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Not so cool is her take on hashtag me too and sexual harassment. God. We had to go there. I just thought we were going to end this on a high note, sir. We're not. Quote, it shouldn't be happening. But on the other hand, why have women lost confidence? There is a sort of fragility amongst women who aren't able to cope with the treachery of the workplace. So I think I speak for us all when I say. Say it. You're the weakest link. Goodbye. (laughs) So that is where all those people are. If you want us to keep doing this segment, send in your ideas of who you want us to investigate or ideas for other segments at our hotline, 415-553-2850, or tweet us, or whatever. You know how to reach us. You know how to get in touch with us. Yeah. Until next week, a full episode. (gasps) The mini hiatus is over. New year, new us. Exactly. Oh, yes. The glow up is really on. This episode was edited by Emmanuel Hapsis with help from Ashley Ann Krigbaum. Thanks to Susie Ratcho, David Marcus, and Carolyn Pennypacker Riggs. Until next week, find us on social media. I'm Excuse My Beauty. I'm at Teacup in the Bay. And I'm Jamie Dresses. Bye. Bye.